You know, Mike, I think maybe you and I may be partial, but I think it's safe to say we both agree that radio is one of the greatest medium slash platforms out there. And uh, Detroit radio specifically is one of my favorite. Again, I think maybe I'm partial. Yeah, we're, we're a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're listening to us, you obviously like listening to the radio. That's right. And Ron Robinson, he put together this incredible documentary about the history of Detroit radio, everything from the stations to the personalities. And uh, he is the executive producer, and we're lucky to have him on the line this morning. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. You forgot in the interview. You forgot former employee at WJR. Oh, that's right. How could I forget that? I was going to say, if if Ron sounds familiar, you heard him do news here for a number of years. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. No, uh, you know, Renee just just touched on it. I mean, Detroit has such a rich radio history. I mean, even here at the Golden Tower, you go go through J.P. McCarthy up through our uh, current lineup and everyone in between, and then you got CKLW and all the 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 great rock stations. Um, where did you where do you even start when when putting together a documentary of 100 years of Detroit radio? Well, the idea started because I initially the initial project was just going to be you know what happened to the rock and roll DJ because you know um, you guys are a little younger than me but you remember back in the day I mean the, the DJs were and you, you talked to Renee I've had conversations with her about this the DJs were as big if not bigger than than the artists they were playing yeah and, the, and to your Arthur point P's. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and Detroit specifically, most people don't understand what an impact Detroit has had on radio. Forget about Detroit radio, just in general, the history of radio. You, you mentioned JP, but we can go back further. And I know he's a very polarizing figure, but the first celebrity that was spawned from radio was was uh, was Father Charles Coughlin, who broadcast from WJR. Um, and, um, and so that's where we start. We start, actually, we start, uh, you know, with, uh, what was the first radio station, but, you know, radio started as far as commercial radio started in 1920. And, um, and so it evolved. It, it started at that. That's what it started. What is, what happened to the DJ? And then I just got so many stories and it just evolved into this historic piece where I just, I just talked about the history of radio in general. And specifically from a, from a perspective of a Detroit kid, yours truly, radio from 1920 to current day and it just evolved and it started out as a movie too but there was so much content it turned out to a, a five-part miniseries uh so five hours like almost five hours of content it was just too long to make a movie and ron rattle off some of the people that are featured in this documentary because i i mean it's impressive your list that you got together to speak on behalf of radio it's it's all genres of am fm all different eras of detroit radio it's quite impressive Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, when, when you think of celebrities, you know, you uh, radio, like Dick Purton's in it, uh, uh, Doug Podell, uh, the late Ken Calvert, the late Dick Kernan, Duke Vacour from the Four Tops sat down with me. Michael Purse from Rhythm Corps sat down with me. Uh, Brian Pastoria, the drummer from uh, uh, from a Detroit band, a couple of Detroit bands, DC Drive and Adrenaline sat down with me. Um, Big Jim Edwards. Uh, back from uh, from CKLW. JoJo Shuddy McGregor. I mean, the li- there's like 40 historians and, and, and radio personalities, Fred Jacobs. I mean, big hitters in, in the industry. And you can't um, forget the biggest star, Ron. Uh, Renee so, Vitale. Yes. Oh, you guys, Renee Vitale. <laughs> so yes. yes. Again, you're both partial, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, you know, Ron, this was a, a, a multi-year labor of love. Uh, how long did it take you to, to get this made and, and just kind of take us through the process, some of the, uh, challenges and in, in some of the triumphs that you experienced along the way. 
Wow. Oof. Well, I don't know where to start. I guess that started the, the first interview I did was with the late Dick Kernan, who, who like so many people in Detroit broadcasting, owe their career to. Yep. And I'm no different. I think Dick Curtin literally single-handedly got my first four jobs in, in radio. Same. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so with no effort for myself, oh, yeah, hire this Ron guy. Um, and then my last interview was with the late Ken Calvert. And wow. it, 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 talk about triumphs. Um, the friendships that I've not just acquaintances, but the friendships with people like John O'Leary, who was, who was, uh, you know, sadly uh, uh, murdered a couple of years ago. Right. Ken Calvert, Ken Calvert became a good friend, um, and just becoming friends with some of these people that I uh, that I idolized. Chuck Santoni back from WABX, if people remember that, um, and just I, I just not only meeting some of these folks, but but becoming friends with them and 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 just spending time with them. And as a historian. You know, I, I, I just I'll ask a couple of questions and just sit there like a sponge, just taking it all in. So just the, the relationships that I've built. Brian Pastore is another one that I call a close friend. Um, the friendships. The sad part is, is, you know, I mentioned John O'Leary being murdered. That was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, those types of situations. But as far as from a perspective of shooting it, COVID. COVID really put me behind the eight ball because for like almost a year and a half, you know, I couldn't, I, I had to put everything on hold. No one was meeting anybody. So right. And, and, and I, I, I wanted, yeah. It took you right. like what, nine years to make this? Yep. But it was the interview with Dick Kernan was back in 2014 and I, and I just finished it this past summer. So yeah, just nine, just over nine years. And if people want to check this out, how are they able to see it? Well, I, I don't, I don't want to go off too much of it, but you can, there's right now, there's, there's other services that are, that are looking at it and licensing it. But right now, as we speak, there's a free, uh, free streaming service called Reveal, R-V, R, excuse me, R-E-V-E-E-L. And for most people, they may not know that it's a streaming service dedicated to independent filmmakers. So I'm so happy to be on that platform. Well, that's cool. But if, and that's free, so you can pull it up on your, your TV, you can find Reveal and download it for free. Uh, or, I, I also have it available on uh, on demand through Vimeo where you can click that link at my website, ronrobinsonstudios.com, uh, ronrobinsonstudios.com. And that, that there you can go and rent each episode or you can buy uh, the entire series and watch it and download it at your leisure. But uh, so there's two different ways right now. And then there's a, there's a couple uh, other streaming platforms that are talking about licensing it, but uh, th- those are the two places right now. So if you want, Information on where you can watch it, ronrobinsonstudios.com. So much information there. And if you're searching that on the streaming platform, it's Radio Days, 101 Years of Radio. And, Ron, before we let you go, what do you think it is about Detroit that, that made, made us such a, a rich radio market? The audience is different. Uh, this isn't in the movie, but the, one of the best quotes I got was from Michael Purse from Rhythm Corps, and he was talking about how de- how tough Detroit audiences were. You know, he would talk about you know if you if you if you're performing in Detroit, you better bring it because if someone's going to give up their Friday and Saturday night and you suck, they're going to let you know about it. <laughs> and, and even if you look back at, now, at, they at just the text Howard us. Stern, yes, that's right. <laughs> and even if you look back at the Howard Stern days when he was king of radio, he wasn't king in radio in, in Detroit. That right. that that was uh, that was Drew and Mike. Um, and so. It, the audience is different. It, it's much more demanding. We, we, we demand more from entertainment. And I, I just think we're, we're, we're a tougher crowd. People talk about it. You know, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. But I, 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 I contend that if you can make it in Detroit, uh, you can make it anywhere. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's national shows that do well all over the country that just flop here in Detroit. Ron Robinson, uh, producer, 
director, badass, uh, best boy Thank grip, you so much. gaffer. Yes, yes. <laughs> what? There's nothing he didn't do on this documentary. It's Radio Days, 101 Years of Radio. Look for it at ronrobinson.com. And, and I do want to add real quick. There is a lot covered as far as WJR's history. I mean, it, you can't. I mean, there's other stations, but there's several segments in the five parts where I, you know, Paul W. Smith. I, I can't believe I forgot him among the luminaries. Paul W. Smith is in this series. So uh, that guy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, so you definitely yeah. got to go check it out. Ron Robinson, thanks for uh, talking to us, and best of luck with uh, now that this Thank is out. And congratulations. It's first thing, Mike Parsons, Renee Vitale, WJR.